0: Oh baby. It's backdoor cover. It's Wednesday. It's Micah. It's Brad. We're lost. Let's go. What's good? Backdoor cover. We've got hoops. We've got playoffs. We got cage fight. We've got a uh, championship golf tournament this weekend. We're here to talk about it.
1: What don't we got Hello. is the question.
0: Uh well not football yet, although we do have the schedule release. We probably should shouldn't talk about that you know. We got cares, better really. things to do.
1: We got all sorts of sports. We got so much action hey. we don't know what to do with it.
0: Then voice is Brad Key. I'm back. Baby? Brad Key? What's up? Brad Key is back. Uh if if you haven't been uh, in the loop for a couple weeks, Brad is Brad was unavailable, but I was joined on Sunday to break down UFC 262 with Dave Ruff, mm-hmm. old friend of the podcast, joined me for a little Combat Sports Minute. We uh, we caught up, and now Brad is back.
1: That D. Carter Brad, Ruff was is a your, true uh, talent. He is a real talented guy. We enjoy having him yeah, on here. We spent a lot of time dogging you, which was great. How was, uh, how was your <laughs> resort golf weekend? Uh, it was pretty good, you know? I wasn't expecting much. Our, we had a tea time at, I think it was 7.15 after a very long night of drinking, so uh, very limited expectations, went into it loose, mostly foggy and hungover, uh, and the ball went straight, so that's good. I should, I think I played pretty well, actually, so all things considered, Watch. pretty good day. Beautiful course. We were out at Lake LBJ, for those of you in the Central wow. Texas area. That's flex. Yeah, and uh, we Airbnb'd a massive uh, like seven or eight bedroom mansion on the lake, so a bunch of couples wow. were out there. What was the occasion for this? Uh, I don't Who's know. Mastermind here. Just cause is was the reason we went. Um, wow. Yeah, I guess we, cause we had, we usually do this or we were doing this with the, this group of people once a year. Uh, but the last time that happened was pre pandemic, obviously like 2018. So it's been quite a while and we're like, you know what, why don't we get out of town and, and go do some fun stuff. So, uh, drank all the beers of in Lake LBJ and it was a good time.
0: Wow. Well, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what else is a good time, Brad? What's that? Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. It is it is a banger this week. I'll be honest. It wasn't a great episode. All right. It was a pretty good edition. I just wasn't very inspired to write anything. All of the articles that are featured are really good. Uh-huh. But all of my words are pretty blackbuster.
1: So you, you hyped it for one second, and then you gave up, and, and you backed down and say it. You yeah, know, I don't like lying weird. to the people. Okay.
0: I mean, it's a good newsletter this week. It's just no thanks to me.
1: So, the vanity, you're, you're it's not up to your level of uh, standard. Yeah, just
0: don't, judge, don't judge this week's newsletter by my word. Ah.
1: Sounds but like you just mailed it in, were bud. Good. Sounds like you're leaning on other people's work.
0: Trust me, I did not, although I did have <laughs> the in laws in town all week. How'd that go? And uh, it was great. They are incredibly low maintenance. Mm. We ate. A uh, hundred meals, and uh,
1: what was your favorite? Uh,
0: uh, God. did you have one? We went to uh, Perry's Steakhouse Ooh, on Monday, shit, and it was uh, quite nice, quite nice. Okay, so yeah, it was good. We had a uh, had a lovely time. We went down to Green, and you know, but nobody really cares about this except you and me. We're just catching up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check out Mike's of the week, the newsletter. The subscription link will be in the description of this podcast, as always. Uh, plus, we've got of Micah coming this week. Brad and I will be back to Top Chef, maybe. I don't know, depending Definitely. on uh, availability.
1: I'm so and I'm we're so talking about things, Top Chef, yeah.
0: Okay, good. I did a little episode by myself on Friday, and it was very mediocre. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just not good without you, Brad. I got to be honest. So I gotta. I also wanted to talk about Shaq this week on of Micah. I just need to put put my mind to it. Anyway. None of that's important. What is important is the playoffs are here, sort of. The uh, first ever NBA play-in games. I guess they had them last year, but they I don't count last year.
1: Yeah, it was a little different.
0: Yeah, I don't really count last year as anything. But our new reality is here. And in that reality, you have uh, the 9 and 10 seeds in each conference playing. The loser's eliminated. You have the 7 and 8 seeds playing the winner of that game is in the 7th seed. The loser of that game plays the winner of the first game for a shot at the
1: 8th seed. Did I get that right? Pretty close, yes. And so to put this into tangible uh, words that you can understand, so yesterday was the first half of the play-in tournament. The Pacers played the Hornets uh, in the first game. Pacers won. That's
0: the 9-10 game. Exactly.
1: Yep. And so they advanced to play the, uh, the loser of the 7-8 game, which which was the Wizards. Also happened last night. Later than yeah, the evening, need- Wizards versus Celtics. So, Wizards lost. Celtics now are playing versus the Nets in the first round. And the Wizards are playing versus the Pacers in the second leg of our play-in tournament here. So, whoever wins exactly. Pacers-Wizards plays. It gets the honor of getting their ass whipped by Philly. Uh, they never won. And that game is Thursday. Tonight... Is the main event though? That's uh, right. The Western first game,
0: Conference. <clears throat> yes, the West. The first game, uh, your appetizer game, if you will. The ten-seated Spurs playing the ninth-seated Grizzlies, uh, with the winner with a chance to advance. The loser, of course, their season is over. Uh, the Spurs, I, I, as everyone knows, I'm a diehard Spurs fan and a homer. This the West has nine quality teams, and the Spurs. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that they don't deserve to be playing in this game. I think they've lost four or five in a row. uh, Although they weren't playing their, their top guys uh, down the stretch. They, is a much different team than they started the season with. Well, Marcus Aldridge was, of course, perhaps the first or second best player on the team. And then he was released, fought out, fought by the Knicks or not, not the Knicks and that, and then retired. So he's not even in basketball anymore. Uh, Spurs have some other injuries as well. I think Derek White is hurt. That being said, they're just not as good as Memphis. Memphis, uh, of course, lost the play in games last year, lost two of them. Right. And now they have a chance of redemption, a shot to, uh, to you know, they're, they're you're clearly the better team. And um,
1: The they, Spurs are they, basically uh, fizzling out. They're injury riddled. They had, like, the hardest uh, schedule to end the season of any team in the NBA. They don't really but want to make have, the playoffs, do they? Like, I, there's not really a benefit to them making it just to get in. And I don't play know one what the seat. lottery.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the lottery uh, ramifications are. I think once you're locked into a certain spot, like yeah. you can't fall lower. But anyway, whatever the case may be, that's the early game tonight, um, which is you know, it's a one-game playoff game, which is exciting, high stakes, but not that exciting. Really, yeah. the main event, of course is the seven-seeded Lakers facing the eight-seeded Warriors tonight in a game that will do unbelievable ratings, you would have to think. Uh, The winner in the playoffs, the loser would then have to beat the winner of the early game to make the playoffs. To think that you have the defending champion Lakers two games away from not even making the playoffs is pretty wild.
1: If the Lakers lose tonight, Micah, it will be red alert a disaster city for the NBA. They will be, there will be high level panic going on around the league. Uh, I would imagine at least the front offices, that would be the biggest Uh, disaster if the Lakers did not make the tournament this year. So I don't see that really happening, but I, I could see them losing to the Warriors. I don't, I mean, anybody's capable of losing to. Exactly. That's right. Um, Uh,
0: I would imagine the Lakers will send every player they have at Steph and make someone else beat them. Um,
1: yeah, bring you know, it Andrew Wiggins back.
0: <laughs> a couple weeks back LeBron complained about whoever came up with this idea that was stupid and should be fired. This is the best idea the NBA's had. This e- is the, ever. This is the matchup you want. Steph versus LeBron. Two of the the most important players of this generation going at each other for one game and the loser has a real chance of not making the playoffs. I mean, it's it, This super, is bananas. Super high stakes. This is right? exciting.
1: And I mean for the so just to recap, those of you who haven't been t- paying attention towards the end of the season here, LeBron's been out. He's been out for a long extended period of time. I think he came back either one game ago or two games ago. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's just getting his back into his groove. AD is recently returned from injury, so that's why the Lakers tanked out and into the play-in play games to begin with. So they've got their full roster, but they're not necessarily at full health. So they haven't played much together since returning from injury, and so... High stakes, plus you know, kind of easing back into action, plus having to go against Steph Curry, while he's the you know, I think he had he won the scoring title this year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so yeah going against the uh, the league's leading scorer and Steph Curry, who's like firing off fifteen threes a game at at sometimes like, yeah, there's a lot of unknown. This could be really fun and exciting. So I'm pumped.
0: The other The other uh, implication here is the winner of this game gets the seven seed, Mm -hmm. where the loser still has to play to get to the eight seed, and the 7th seed gets Phoenix in the first round. uh, The two seed, which I would assume the Lakers would be a pretty prohibitive favorite, even though uh, Phoenix has had a great season. They're still, I think, you know, they're not a championship caliber team. This will be their first time in the playoffs. I think if you're the Lakers, you much much rather want a first round Phoenix series against Phoenix than Utah, who is the one seed and that's who the eight seed will go, go ahead and play. So you know, beyond the just the risk of not making the playoffs, the the matchup implications here, winning this game is really important.
1: Yeah. And I mean it doesn't matter who the Lakers play in the first round. They're gonna be the prohibitive favorite, whether that's that's the Suns or whoever else they could be. That what would it be like? Either them or Utah. right? It'd be Utah. I think they'd. Be I think. The favorite I think either. it'd be a closer. You think
0: it'd they be might be slightly favored? Prohibited,
1: maybe the wrong word to use. I
0: think they're context. a much bigger favorite against Phoenix than they would be against Utah. I I don't know what the odds are, but you know, if you're the Lakers, I, and I don't know what about you, I think if the Lakers would much rather face Phoenix than Utah.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I—I I, I really don't know, man. I, I mean, think Phoenix is dangerous, difficult. and they've
0: got Chris Paul, and like they—they they know what they're doing. too. But, uh, I mean, Utah's been in the playoffs—I don't know, ten straight years or five straight years or whatever it is—and they've gone in the playoffs. They know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, there's—I just gotta think the Lakers are gonna steal one of those first two games in Phoenix.
1: And, and I, I'd also say, like, if period. you're working your way back into physical shape, like, you don't want to play against a physically super hardcore defense, like, like Utah, like that's going to be painful and unpleasant. Running in, into Gobert and those fools of the in the lane, LeBron, you know, driving to the hole, taking body shots all day. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think Phoenix would be their preferred draw, but I mean. Either is going to be a tough draw, so this this is the reality you're in if you have injuries and, and end up kind of having to limp into the playoffs. But they're clearly the best team. LeBron's clearly the best player, so it is what it is.
0: So a lot on the line tonight. We will be watching and uh rings for the Spurs. And uh, you know, I'd I don't know who I want to. You know, I'd love to see Steph verse, versus versus. Uh, LeBron, I don't think any of those well actually I guess look, they did make, uh, face in a game seven in the finals once. Um, yeah. With, that was the Kyrie Irving game in in Cleveland. But anyway, it, it it'll be fun to watch these two dudes go at each other.
1: What do you and, mean by that uh, is an elimination game?
0: Yeah, in a true elimination game.
1: Mm. Winner takes all, baby. Although I mean, it's not what a, exactly what a year though. Bad, Even, though. Because if they lose, they play versus the 8-9, right. but whatever, yeah.
0: But, I mean, assuming those two teams make the playoffs, I mean, can you can you remember two more dangerous 7-8 and eight no, teams? No,
1: absolutely not, and you it's, won't. It's There's crazy. not been this in the history of the league. It, I, it, it's just because of the shortened season and the injuries. Like, it just is what it sure. is. It's the reality of it. But, yeah, you're not going to go back into NBA history and find the best team in the league coming in, limping in in uh, whatever, 8 or seven seed, whatever it is. Up. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. So the closest thing see. I can
0: remember is that, that second Rockets championship, they were the six seed. Uh, they had had injuries over the year, but as you mentioned, shorter season, if you haven't been paying attention, 72 games instead of a, a traditional 82 game season. And, uh, the real action starts tonight. I'm pumped. Right, let's talk about golf, Brent. PGA championship this weekend. Uh, let's tell do us it. about, what to look for and uh yeah
1: i mean i've just got a quick intro to what's going on here we're we're talking about the pga championship uh they're playing the ocean course at kiowa island i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but uh it's the pga championship close enough it's a super long course 78 76 so super super long but it's on the coast it's on the like i said it's an island right it's an island course and so there's a bunch of um ocean currents aren't ocean drafts and they've got the course set up so that the half of the holes go East half the holes go West. So there's a bunch of wind factors here in that there's a bunch of wind helping on certain holes. There's a bunch of wind hurting on some holes, the holes that are hurting. They usually move the T's up so that that, that limits how long the course is. So it doesn't truly play as long as it looks, but that's going to be one of the main storylines is, Oh, this is the longest course that they play. They have ever played in PGA history, this, that, and the other. Um, it's going to be interesting. I love it I'm when pumped. they do sweat.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and then there's all the whole there's just the Bryson hype that's always there about how he's, you know, consuming five thousand grams of protein the, a day yeah. and all that. Gonna so break the course and it's it's going to be awesome, man. Uh, Rory McIlroy looks to be your favorite at the moment. Um, he won here in 2012, so there's some good feels from about a decade ago. It's I guess. A
0: long way ago. He yeah, looked totally different.
1: He was sponsored by. Uh, Oakley back then, which was funny to see. It's really funny to see like uh, a decades old type of co- of coverage and seeing what the players are, who the players are sponsored by. Um, looking back at that old footage, so it's funny. But old pudgy McElroy with his um, his Oakley or his Oakley t shirts on, uh, won here last time. So we'll see how he fares. But uh, yeah, really pumped. So that tees off tomorrow morning.
0: I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see worry. Get back in the the winter circle. Speeth is uh, uh, a uh, up near the top as well. As you mentioned, Rory is the favorite. Looking at the odds here, he's eleven to one. Followed by John Rahm at fourteen to one. Followed by Spieth, Justin Thomas at sixteen, Dustin Johnson and Bryson at eighteen. Uh, I mean every every time I bet on golf, I bet on John Rahm. Oh yeah, and he's yet to get a major, and uh, maybe this is the one for him. I
1: don't know. So this is the, the one note here that I have going into this when I'm picking my teams is that one is that it's long, so you want your long hitters, people who hit good long uh, approach shots. But the second thing is they keep talking about how it's a mental test, and so Rom mm-hmm. is famous for blowing up and being an angry Spaniard. So we'll see if he if he starts off early and and starts off good. That's you'll be in a uh, comfortable shape. But if he, if he comes out and has a few bad holes, apparently this shit gets in your head. So be on the lookout.
0: He made me a, he made me a very angry Texan uh, <laughs> concern. I, I took him in all 12 of the master's pools. I was playing in, and mm. he basically shit the bed until Sunday where he went, he went low, but, uh, I was cooked by then. I've been, I've been invited to a couple of pools. Right? I wonder if I should join. How Do you popular. have any other tips? Any, anybody else you like, uh, Anybody else you like that maybe a more of a long shot, Brett?
1: Yeah. I've got a couple of guys that I like. I hadn't really put a whole lot of thought on this, but my initial um guys that I'm kind of looking at in the longer shot region, uh Sam Burns is a young guy, super long, has been playing really well lately. <laughs> if he's not a rookie, he's in one of his he's one of the, you know, early players or you know, youngest players in in uh, contention. Jason Kokrak has been playing really well. Super long. He's at seventy one hundred dollars in daily fantasy. Uh, Charlie Hoffman's from the West Coast has played a bunch of uh, coast style golf. Grew up playing coast style golf, and he's been really competitive. He's the lately.
0: one who grew up at Pebble Beach. Yes,
1: pretty pretty uh, tough life growing up there at uh, Pebble Beach. Yeah. Um, on the higher end, I've got Ustazen, Berger on my my radar, and then at the top I've got Justin Thomas is um, is my, my alpha dog that I think I'm going to ride. And
0: Brad's so, on JT. I'm going to take John Rom this week. I don't care that he's a head case. I think he's going to get it done. I
1: mean, he's going to win one of these. It's just a matter of time. He's definitely got the talent, so whether or not he's able to keep his shit together this time and not blow a gasket, we'll see. Uh, the other Spaniard that I'm interested in always is Sergio. He just switched back to TaylorMade. He's been off of them for a long time, so he switched off them a couple of years back and um, just now came back to to that group. So we'll see. Could could mean uh, could be a change for the better for him. I like it. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And that's pretty much. You got anything else? Yeah,
0: I got nothing else. Uh, we'll be back later this week to talk about the actual playoffs. Get get deep into it. Uh, we're gonna get deep inside, real deep for you, real deep. Good job by you, uh, Michael. That's it. Ah, uh, good job by you, bud. Until next time. Bye bye.
1: Thanks for listening.